0: Welcome to 5 Things About. I'm Chris Hatzis. 5 Things About is for you and your inner curious cat. The part of you that just loves to know what others know about inventions and ideas, and people and places. In each episode, we'll meet experts who'll share 5 insights from their field of work. 5 balls of yarn for us to play with. You've heard the proverb, curiosity killed the cat. The rest of the proverb is, but satisfaction brought it back. So go on, knock yourself out, and bring yourself back.
1: Hello, and welcome to Five Things About. I'm Buffy Gorilla. Today, we are talking to Academy Award-winning animator, Adam Elliott. Adam won an Oscar in 2003 for his film Harvey Crumpet. He joins us ahead of his University of Melbourne Employability Week keynote, and has some top tips for young people starting out and I try my hardest to get some details on his upcoming movie.
2: Hello, my name is Adam Elliott and I spend my life playing with blobs of clay.
1: Adam, you are a graduate of the VCA. How did you make it from the VCA to the Oscar stage?
2: Well, the first thing I can say is I definitely did not plan to win an Oscar and I've actually never planned to win any award. I just locked myself away in the dark and, as I said, I play with blobs of clay and and I love writing, I love directing, I love cinematography, I love editing. I love all the different phases of uh, making a film and I love the process. Sometimes, too, when I'm making a film, I really don't want it to end because I love the actual journey probably more than The Destination. So when I finished Harvey Crumpet, which was the film that won the Oscar, and we won, I <laughs> I was a bit shocked because it was not it was not planned. And uh, it was a lovely surprise and a lovely thing that happened to my producer and I. But Harvey Crumpet was my fourth film. And um, actually, after I won, my dad said, you know, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> You've got nothing left to aim for. But that's the thing. I never, I never really aspired to win that. It was just a wonderful thing that happened.
1: And what was the feeling like when they called your name?
2: Well, we are up against Disney, Pixar, and Fox. And, and with Disney, we're up against Walt Disney himself and uh, Salvador Dali. And it was a film called Destino that Disney and Dali had begun making over 40 years earlier. But unfortunately, Disney and Dali didn't get along. They both uh, then died, and the film was never finished in their lifetime. So Roy Disney, who was the head of Disney at the time, uh, threw a lot of money at this little short film to get it finished. And so it was the hot contender. It it was the film everyone thought was going to win. We were were the underdogs from Australia. And so when I heard those words, uh, the winner is Harvey Crumpet, which came out of Ben Stiller ben stiller's mouth and ben stiller and owen wilson were dressed as starskin hutch which was the film they were in it was a very surreal i mean i hate using that word surreal but it was quite odd and i remember hearing the words the winner is harvey crumpet and i looked at my producer melanie and she wasn't smiling she was quite blank and then i thought Maybe I heard Harvey Crumpet, but they actually said Disney. Maybe I'm hallucinating. And I thought, if I stand up and it's not us, I'll look really stupid. What do I do? What do I do? But luckily I saw a camera crew come running down the aisle and suddenly the camera was pointing at me. I thought, well, it must definitely be us. So we we quickly hurried down to the stage.
1: It was a pre-moonlight moment when they called the wrong name. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: Adam, have you ever been an intern?
2: Oh, gee, I sound very old. Now, back in the the early 90s, the word intern wasn't really used much. I mean, we had work experience. uh, And actually, the first job I had after I graduated from the VCA was I worked in a bread shop, Brown's Bread in Albert Park. I didn't last very long. I was not very good at customer service. Um, so I actually went on the dole and moved home with my parents. So it wasn't a good beginning to my career, but um, I hung in there and um, actually used my dole money to enter my little short graduate film into film festivals. So every fortnight I'd get my dole check and then go down to the post office and get money orders so I could enter film festivals overseas. And that's where it all started. I just started becoming a festival junkie. I was doing 12 a week, and um, I became obsessed with the art of short filmmaking.
1: And did you have a mentor during that time?
2: Well, actually, coincidentally, uh, Robert Stevenson, who was my lecturer at the VCA back in 1996, he was my mentor at the time. He was my person who i aspired to be like because he'd made a a fantastic little short film that had done well at festivals and really my my ambitions were very minimal and low I, i just thought wouldn't it be great to have one of my films shown on the big screen and the very first screening I had was at the St Kilda Film Festival, which is coming up. And I'll never forget that moment sitting there in the dark with, you know, three or four hundred people watching my little blobs come alive on the screen. And, you know, no amount of money and fame and glory and all that will ever replace that, that, that very first sensation of seeing your film for the first time with a live audience.
1: And do you still feel that from time to time, seeing your films with live audiences?
2: Well, these days when I'm with an audience, I'm listening to hear whether they're laughing at the gags, where they should be, at what level. Sometimes they're not laughing at all. And every audience is different. You learn something from every audience. And I travel quite a lot overseas. And I'm at that point in my career where I'm having a lot of retrospectives. I'm not sure how I feel about that word. It sounds like I've died all my careers over, but... In The last couple of years I've been going all around the world having these retrospectives and to sit and and watch all the films again, which can be hard to revisit the films, but you do learn something from every audience and you get a a feel for what's universal, particularly with humour, which you can hear. It's very hard to hear an audience sob while every now and then someone cries very loudly, but but with humour you really know whether the film is working or not and you start to realise which gags are universal.
1: And where do you sit and do you furiously write down notes and reactions for yourself?
2: No, I'm not that obsessed. I mean, I I tend to stand down the back. You tend to get a better feel if you're down the back. Sometimes I creep in so the audience don't know I'm there. It's difficult because you also look at all the mistakes you made. And the trouble with a film is once it's finished, it's locked off. It's set in concrete. That's it. It's there forever. It's part of your legacy, and all those mistakes you made are there for perpetuity. So you you tend to look at the negative sides of your film and not the positives.
1: And if we go to your top three tips for starting somewhere, Mm -hmm. starting out, what would those be? I
2: get a lot of worried parents come up to me at uh, speaking events and at universities and on the street and in supermarkets and they say to me, my son slash daughter wants to be an animator. What What should they do? And and quite often they're still at high school and really to be a good storyteller you need a lot of life experience. So I quite often say to these parents, look, maybe your child should take a gap year uh, maybe they should go backpacking. Maybe they should get married and divorced a couple of times. You know, that, that expression... Always good
1: advice. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you know that expression... Uh you know, um, you really need to suffer for your art. Well, you know, but often my dad just said, well, Adam suffered for his art, now it's our turn. Um, but you do, you do need life experiences and you really need to immerse yourself in all sorts of things. Sitting down and trying to write a script after just graduating from film school is not enough. You need especially films that have an authentic flavour to them that are believable. Um, they really come from true life and all my films, even though they are blobs of clay and works of fiction, they are all based on real people. So I make sure that emerging students or graduates or people who want to go to film school understand that it's not just the course that's important, it's all the other things that you've done in your life. Uh, it's that sort of holistic approach.
1: What advice would you give to a younger Adam Elliot? Oh, retrospective advice.
2: Well, look, I I, like so many young people. What is that expression? Youth is wasted. Was it? um, um,
1: Oh, youth is wasted on the young. Yes, yes. I think.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did. I did waste a lot of time. I didn't have confidence and self-esteem and all those important things you need. But having said that, if I hadn't have gone and done a sculpture course and a photography course and all these other courses I did before I went to the VCA, I wouldn't have had that skill set I utilised while I was at the VCA. So I would probably say, look, just keep doing what you're doing, but stop wasting time watching TV.
1: So you're not streaming anything on Netflix at the moment?
2: I love reading. I'm very old fashioned and I love reading the classics. And I always tell students that they don't read enough and they should read the classics because classics become classics because there's something that they did right and uh, they become timeless. So I'm obsessed with rereading a lot of old literature. I've just reread The Grapes of Rough for the fourth time. So that's how I spend my leisure time. Yes, of course, I watch Netflix like everybody else, but I try to limit. The, the amount of time I stare at screens.
1: And how do you define success? You're an Academy Award winning animator. Are you at the pinnacle? Are you what your dad said? There's nowhere to go <laughs> here?
2: I've always got itchy feet. I, I'm a workaholic. I, I don't take holidays because I don't know what to do on them. Um, my brain runs a mile a minute and I'm, I'm a list person. I have lists of all these things I have to do. So for me now that I'm 46, I'm starting to feel my um, my uh, what is it? My mortality, and for me, it's a race against time to get all these things done before I drop dead. So, you know, um, the
1: inspiration I... <laughs> is just too much for me.
2: <laughs> well, I try not to look backwards either, and it's it's only it's only when I come and give talks. Uh, and, and you of course talk about the Oscars and what happened that I, I do sort of feel like I'm looking at an old photo album going through the past. But I, I, yeah, look, I'm, I'm much more interested in what's next.
1: That's perfect, because I would like to know what's next. What are the photos that are going to fill the next couple of years' photo album for you, Adam Elliott?
2: Well, I've just finished uh, two and a half years of uh, intense writing, so I've just finished my new screenplay. So we're in that uh, financing phase, the boring bit, where you have to raise all the money. So my new producer and I are about to cast. I can't mention the big-name actor that we've got in mind. Um, But she, uh, she, 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 uh, we're hopefully uh, hopeful that she will say yes.
1: Is it an accented that we would be familiar with, an Australian, or dare I say American?
2: She's Australian, but she certainly has a global presence. Okay. (laughs) And so, yeah, hopefully we'll start uh, making the film early next year, and then hopefully it'll be ready by 2020, and I'll be almost 50.
1: And do you have a name for the movie?
2: I'm contractually obliged to not tell you that, but it's... um,
1: I have to ask.
2: It's a memoir. It's a memoir. I've never done a memoir. So this one is uh, a bittersweet memoir full of humor, hopefully. And this one's a little bit different to the others in that the f- The lead is a female, as mentioned. Uh, all my other films are about men, and uh, in recent years I've been started to be called a misogynist. So it is time that I did find a protagonist that was uh, a female. So I've really enjoyed writing about a woman. So fingers crossed, we'll get the money in 2020.
1: And does this person have a cute bakery name, or can you not tell us that either? I can't
2: even tell you that. Oh, I- What can I tell you? Um... I can't tell you anything, no. That's that's all right. We'll just have
1: to stay tuned for 2020. (laughs) Don't hold your breath. 50th birthday movie. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, Adam Elliott, thank you very much for your time.
0: My pleasure. This podcast was made possible by the University of Melbourne. The Five Things of Our Podcast is a University of Melbourne training program created by Dr. Andy Horvath. Still curious? Nip over to our other podcasts up close and eavesdrop on experts for more. I'm Chris Hatzis. Join us again next time for another 5 Things About.